Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It is episode 20. Are you going to get six? chocolate out of your mouth before you start recording? Football and random things. It is out of my mouth, bro. That's what she said. Are you going to get a shirt that's big enough? This is a men's large, if you do say so, or if I do say so myself. As always, Football and Random Things is brought to you by our friends at Iowa Diamond. The greatest sponsor in the Cyclone family. Recording in the Carl Chevrolet Studios. Second greatest, just because they've, I feel like, Iowa Diamond puts up with so much crap from me. Where'd you buy that Jimboree? <laughs> it's Oshkosh Bagosh, actually. <laughs> That's the other one I was thinking of. <laughs> was, you, um, you walked in and I was like, you look like you're about to go boating like in Nantucket. For those that don't know, I'm wearing a teal and blue plaid short sleeve button up because I moved this weekend. And when you move, you kind of have to put all your stuff in boxes. And this on Saturday, we got everything out of the apartment into my into the new into a, a renting a house. And so into the house. And got most of it situated. Like the furniture has to go in first and then the clothes have to get unpacked second because you don't know exactly where they're going. Well, by the time we got done, it was like nine by the t- like, and you're just exhausted. So clothes stayed in a bag. Well, then Sunday you have to go clean out the old previous place because I was renting to get your deposit back. So I spent nine hours cleaning and I, because I was moving, I hadn't gone grocery shopping. So after I got done cleaning for nine hours, went to the grocery store, come home, made dinner. By the time that's done, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm done exhausted. And so I had to put on clothes. I had to find clothes that would be somewhat professional. And this is what I got. A teal short sleeve blue or teal and blue short sleeve button up that uh, it's, it's good for, uh, for weekends. It's a little snug. I don't, this body doesn't fit into clothes, Jared. Either I get an extra large and it looks like I'm wearing my dad's shirt or I get a large and it, it's, it, I'm popping buttons. <laughs> I don't. There's no good fit for this. You want to watch or talk about the NFL Combine? There's one good and one bad. We can, we can do that. We can do that. We'll do that right after this on Football and Random Things presented by Iowa Diamond. This is Iowa Diamond President Chuck Kuba. After 20 years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, how can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment, to all of us at Iowa Diamond, you are. Visit us at iowadiamond.com or in person anytime. You'll see what I mean. Welcome back to Football and Random Things. I promise that I will not make another joke about your shirt today. Dude, I don't even care. I don't even care. I, I pulled this off well. It's a weird shirt, but I pulled this shirt off well. I told you all you needed was some Sperry's without socks. If I had some uh, straight-legged straight shorts, like no, no pockets other than just the front pockets, like there's like khakis cut off at like just above the knee Yeah, that were like, like a baby, like a sky blue, and then some Carolina white, blue, some white Sperry's to go, definitely no socks. Definitely no socks. And then some Ray-Bans. You would also need some hair to like slick back. Uh, or a visor. Oh, yeah. Wear it Visors, upside down. Visor sans hair. Because then you just look like a weirder person. That's I don't understand why. Like I've seen bald people wear visors. And I'm like, do you realize what you're doing? Why would you? Why would a bald guy ever wear a visor? I don't even. I don't think I've owned a visor. One, because they're repulsive. And two, just because logistically... The point of a visor is like, you know, to let your head breathe a little bit. Like, I don't want my head to 
I don't want my head to be exposed. It's <laughs> just a straight up sunburn. And if you ever, you know what? Then if you get a like, you have your visor on and you get a sunburn. It's just oh, like a sunburn on the top of your head. <laughs> it just looks like a donut. Yeah. Do you want to know the word? What the a head sunburn feels like though? Have you ever gotten a foot sunburn where yeah. like you you got burned on the sandals or because you took your sandals off? That's what a head sunburn feels like. But people see it. So like your discomfort. You can't like, oh, just, you know, put something on my feet while you're sitting at your desk or like some, put some whatever cream on your feet and leave it, leave it heavy. You can't do that. Can't do that in your head because otherwise then it starts peeling and you have this like really glossy because you lotion it up and it's, you have just this nasty like porcupine quill head. Don't do it. Don't wear visors. If you're bald, just, and you're, if you're bald and wearing a visor, shame on you. You're probably a douche. Shame on you. All right. Do you want to talk about the good or the bad first? Um... I think we can talk about the bad one because a good one is kind of like it'll be a nice, fun, uplifting way to end the episode. Okay. You can, I'll let you uh, lead it off. Uh, then. Dave Montgomery did not do well. No, he didn't. Which is surprising. Not necessarily, like, and we talked about this. Like, it's not surprising. He didn't run super fast in the 40. This time, a strong suit. He's never has, and he's never been that straight line speed, super top end guy. But the things that are surprising is that, like, I jumped higher than him. Like, my pro day, I was 30 or 31. And, he was 28 and a half. Like, again, it's not, it's not a terrible jump, but it's below average for running backs. He was near the bottom in basically every category yeah. for running backs. Which seems really strange because he's physically, you can't bring him down. Um, and I think, I, so I texted you, or you texted, did I send you this one? You sent me Butler, I sent you Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I sent you Montgomery, and I was like, man, this is not good. It's like the Lazard effect. And... Your set, your sentiment was that it's. Some, I think the coaching staff feels that it's different than Lazard because that's what I mean. It's what happened to Allen is that Allen didn't test well in the things that he did do, and then that came back to bite him, and he didn't get drafted because his tape was really good, but his film was or but his his stats were really his 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 bio stats, you know, his running, his jumping, right. whatever weren't weren't that good. I think though, with yeah, as good as Allen's tape was. Doesn't David do more things that just make you kind of go like, damn, like that guy, that guy's just, just he does he's just got something. Well, and the thing is, is if it was, it, and I hate to do this because it's literally cyclone fanatic, but if you look at Iowa state objectively, have we produced that much NFL talent in 10 years? No, no. And so if you're looking at a guy and you want, you have a, you don't get, Iowa state doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. We don't. If that guy, if, if Dave Montgomery went to Pitt. Because Pitt has produced some running backs. If, I, if Dave Montgomery went to Pitt, and it's about an equivalent level, I think Pitt and Iowa State are probably an equivalent level schools at the current moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trajectory wise, you can argue whatever. But if he went to Pitt, and you're like, all right, well, James Conner went to to Pitt, and he turned out okay, and he tested, you know, whatever the cancer thing aside, like he tested okay, and I, I don't think he tested phenomenally, but he went to Pitt, and the coaching staff at Pitt and his pr- production at Pitt said this kid's worth it ignore the stats, he gets the benefit of the doubt. Dave Montgomery, yes, it is like Matt Campbell. I think people trust Matt Campbell, like in NFL circles, but it's still Iowa State. And like his film looks good, but he has the cycle, the I-State logo on the side of his head. Does he just look good because like, oh, it's Iowa State, he's doing better than he would. Like taking cycling glasses off, looking at a, a, a less than stellar program or historically less than stellar program from the outside does that guy get the benefit of the doubt? And I think Dave Montgomery's film is phenomenal. He's as good as we've seen. But it, those statistics, I don't know if that, those will nudge him back. Like, mm-hmm. if, if, like I said, if the main goal of Pro Day 
or a combine is just to not screw up someone's perception of you is just do enough. And I think he missed that. And so I, like I said, I think his, his film is still really good. And I don't think he was going to be a first day guy. Cause the first day is just the first round. I don't think he was a first day guy. I thought he was a second day guy, but that might've knocked him maybe third day. I mean, that, that wasn't really, that, that was a pretty, that's not what he needed. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, I, did he, was he rehabbing his shoulder or something? I don't know what the deal was. I mean, I do know to, or I did think it was odd that he decided not to do the agility drills, which would have been his strong suit. Yeah. And I, I imagine that he will do those at pro day, uh, at Iowa state mm-hmm. in whatever it is, two weeks or something like that. I would think too, that he'll probably, uh, run the 40 again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that would probably be in his best interest. Mm-hmm to just see if he can do something to to improve that a little bit. But I don't know, man. I don't think that it'll end up making that big of a deal, honestly. I hope not. I really hope not. It just, it gave me a bad, I think that there gave me a bad feeling in my gut because like I said, I I generally will look from the outside in, or I'll try and look at the, from the outside, like empathetically see what someone else sees of you're looking at Iowa state. Like when we do that, like, you know, the, the joke program that you'd think of is like, we're not this bad. So like, don't get me wrong. Like, but like, look at Rutgers. Like if a guy's coming out of Rutgers, Rutgers fans are going to think he's really good. But like, do we think he's really good? And I think objectively, you can see of his statistics in his career, the way he played in his career. Montgomery is not just a guy that we think is good. He's, a, he's objectively good. But does that, does that perception ex- exist in enough NFL circles that the testing that he had, that would be objective, which I think that's the only thing that would come out of this, like this weekend, as far as like, there's very, I, I think most people put very little weight in the, the combine or pro day. Like mm-hmm. most scouts will put very, very little weight in it, but it is an objective marker of like, this guy looks fast on film. This guy doesn't look fast on film. Well, maybe the guy that doesn't look fast on film is playing in, let's say a conference like, doesn't look fast on film, but he's playing in the, the ACC. And you got dudes that run four two that are just running him down. Like, I use myself as a sort of silly example on that, but like, I'm not slow. I ran, I was hand time four, six laser time, like four, seven, three or four, seven, four, something like that. And that's not a slow 40 by any stretch of the imagination. If I was a linebacker, it's probably middle to uh, middle of the pack linebacker. But when you compare me to a corner, almost every corner is going to be four, three, four, four, something like that. And I'm going to get run down every time by a corner. And so when you take me in relation to someone else, that's really fast. I look slow on the field. But then you take the guy that looks fast, but he plays in the Sun Belt. Well, the guy that looks fast in the Sun Belt is separating from guys that are running 4-5. Well, 4-4 will get run down by a corner, or excuse me, 4-5 will get run down by a corner in the Big 12. 4-5 will separate from people in the Sun Belt. And that separation, it looks weird. Mm-hmm. And so the objective nature of the combine will say like, okay, well, this guy that came from this school runs this speed. Now, again, there are, it's, I, there's not a whole lot of weight that you can put in that. So there's a range of acceptability. And I think he's still on the bottom side of that range of acceptability that like maybe he just didn't train for it. Right. Because really, what was his time? Four, six, four, six, two. But really, do you know two, who else ran a four, six, two in the who? Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even two tenths of a second is this fast. Yeah. Like it, it, there's that much difference. It's probably even faster. Honestly. I don't know. It's pretty quick reflexes. Do you ever play that game with stop? I mean, how many, I guess you did you ever, how many times do you play that game with a stopwatch where you like tried to stop it as fast as you could? Lots of times. Anytime you hold a stopwatch, basically. <laughs> I think my fastest time was like 0.12. Oh, 
maybe something like that. We're like, so a tenth someone, of a second, basically. Yeah. And so like, that's as literally as fast as you can go. And so like the difference between running a, a if he were to run four or five flat is literally as fast as your thumb can move, like not faster than that. I mean, mm-hmm. so the difference is pretty marginal. So he ran a, it's probably the bottom edge of acceptability, but still like the objective nature of that is that, okay, he jumped this high, which was lower than someone else. And he ran this fast, which was slower than someone else. So was he just good on film, but he played at Iowa state and it's in the big 12 and the defenses are bad, whatever. Will you find some excuses that you can marginalize the talent that he has? So he just didn't do himself any favors like that. That was his problem. Or that was my, like I said, pit in the, uh, a pit in my stomach just because he could have done better, but didn't. All right. So now you want to talk about the good? That was fun. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back on football and random things presented by Iowa Diamond in the Carl Chevrolet studios. This is Iowa Diamond president Chuck Kuba. After 20 years of serving engagement and wedding couples, I can't help but reflect back on the thousands of wonderful folks we've helped and ask myself, How can we be so lucky? Is it our incredible ring selection or the quiet private atmosphere? Then came the epiphany. Out of all the people in the world, we make you feel like you are the most important people in the world. Because at that moment, to all of us at Iowa Diamond, you are. Visit us at iowadiamond.com or in person anytime. You'll see what I mean. Hey guys, it's Jared here with another message from MechDime. Are you looking to jumpstart your IT career? Or maybe you're a student looking to earn some extra cash? Well, listen up. MechDyne is currently looking to hire both full-time and part-time IT help desk agents to respond to and help troubleshoot client IT technical issues. You can get your foot in the door at an awesome company with a super fun culture that I've seen firsthand with my own eyes. So go visit the career page at MechDyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Check them out today. Welcome back to Football and Random Things. Hakeem Butler on the other hand of this conversation. Do you have his, did, all of his stats on there? I could pull them up. Did He did help himself in yes, Indianapolis. he did. He was uh, the tallest, longest-armed, and biggest-handed wide receiver, was he not? Yes, I believe so. He wasn't the heaviest, but he was the tallest and had the biggest hands and had the biggest wingspan, I think. Yeah, so essentially the longest of athletes. Yeah. And still managed to get out of the blocks and run 4-4. Yeah. In the four fours. Yeah. That's the physics of that is stupid because like a guy like him. And so I think people will be like, well, Noah Fant ran the same time. Well, one, Noah Fant is also a freak. Like, no, I don't, I don't think anyone's arguing that, mm-hmm. but a guy with Fant's proportions is more explosive than he is top end fast. Where a guy like Butler with his proportions is more top end fast than he is explosive. And so as good as his 40 is hit, I bet Hakeem Butler in like a hundred would be almost better than he would be in a 40 relative to the rest of the guys in the field. All right, he ran a 4-4-8 in the 40. 18 reps in the bench. With, and those 18 reps on bench, again, longest arms at the combine. Correct. Or longest arms and wide receiver at the combine. Like, that's a lot. 18 with for him is, a, is like me with my arm length doing like 24. 35 and a quarter inch arms. 36 inch vertical, 128 inch broad jump. Which is a 10 foot 8. Mm-hmm. That's very far. Mm-hmm. It's higher than a basketball hoop. Yes. He, uh, he can dunk. You could lay a basketball hoop on the ground and Hakeem Butler could jump over it. <laughs> I think it'd be a little dicey if the hoop <laughs> itself was sitting up. I don't know if he had that much ground clearance at the time. Well, I'm just saying that, you know, in, like, in theory. Like theoretically, one yeah. could say yeah. that he jumped over a basketball hoop. Well, and I just said it. So, yeah. One could say. <laughs> 
Me. The one is me. <laughs> but I, I think like the exact inverse of that, um, because in the, in the Iowa State doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, in this case, it might actually help him because his film looks really good, but you don't know anything about Iowa State. And now he looks fast on film. It confirms the fact that he's really fast. And you're like, oh, shoot, all of his film is legitimate. And now you go look at his film and you see how much he's, you know, the separations mm -hmm. that he's having from every corner that he gets. And then the times he just throws a dude, you're like, okay, he's, he's legit doing this against legit people. And so his film is... Well, I mean, he was playing Kansas when he threw the guy, but... Well, he threw... Also, it was Carnell Motley. Oh, yeah, the Oklahoma game, too. It was Carnell so. Motley or something Motley. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. If it was Jonathan Motley who's the basketball player at Baylor. Correct. Carnell Motley was the corner. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it doesn't matter. But anyway, the, those guys were, as, as the kids say, sorry, <laughs> as defenders. Uh, yes. But anyway. did, did you see Snoop, what Snoop Dogg said about the Lakers? No. Okay. Well, we can talk about that later. But he was just talking about how sorry everybody was. <laughs> Hello, Snoop. Much Dogg. more colorful language. <laughs> Probably we can't say most these, of these. These guys, fellas, are are sorry. He's like, get all of these fellas out of here. <laughs> so every single one of them is sorry. He also went off on Todd Haley like five years ago, didn't he? Yeah, he's a big Steelers fan. Yeah, he said he was like, it was, it was sorry watching my Steelers this year. And now it's sorry watching my Lakers. And he, he said uh, something. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm getting rid of my box seats. I don't want them anymore. So like, five dollars. Whoever, whoever wants them for five dollars can have them. Snoop's hit me up. Box seats. That's bad. Snoop's jumping off the Laker bandwagon. Right. He and then he was like, we need to get LeBron some some homies in here or something like that. And I was like. I was like, man, I'm, I'm not sure that LeBron's like completely out of the blame in this one. But no, okay, so back to Keem Butler at the, anyway, at the Combine. You were the one that took the random deviation. No, yeah, it's, it, when you said sorry, it's what made, I thought about was Snoop. Sorry. Uh, no, but like um, what Butler was doing on the field is now like, oh, wow, pretty good. Yeah. And I think he was in probably the top two or three receivers already. And I mean, DK Metcalf... I, I have some concerns with DK Metcalf, though. I have some concerns. Like? Like the fact that his, all of his agility drills were like in the second percentile of NFL receivers. Oh, nice. No, I didn't see any of his, any of his statistics. If you watch DK Metcalf on film, you know what route he runs. Hmm. Run as fast and as far as you possibly can, <laughs> and we'll throw you the ball. And you, the dude has 1.5% body fat. Yeah. That's not healthy. <laughs> Legit, like the minimum for health requirements is like three, so your body can normally function. Those pictures of him are just ridiculous, though. He's a, that's not healthy. Apparently, like, they were there was somebody that tried to ask Hakeem about him. Like, I almost think they were probably trying. They were fishing, you know, like get him to say something mm -hmm. about DK Metcalf. <clears throat> and they asked, like, if he thought the pictures were photoshopped. And Hakeem's like, "Well, I mean, I've seen him up close. Like, he's." He's definitely a freak. But <laughs> when I saw those pictures, I was like, there's no way that those are real. Like, yeah, there is, I don't, know. I don't know. There's no way that's, so, yeah, like you said, there's no way that someone can have 1% body fat and be like a high functioning like athlete. Yeah, like Jeremy Reeves, like the two leanest people on the team were like Jeremy Reeves and a guy named Matt Morton. Well, Matt is now like legit, like second in the US in CrossFit right now. And Jeremy Reeves was, <laughs> had, the, well, what happened to you? <laughs> didn't care that much. <laughs> Uh, also, he's probably a better athlete, and uh, 
But then Jeremy Reeves was like probably the biggest, the most freak athlete I've ever, I've ever personally been around. I don't know if you remember watching his pro day at all. No, uh, I wasn't there. His vertical was 42 and a half inches. How tall was he? Five, seven. Wow. Like, that's the thing is five, seven. And so if he was six foot, the dude would be playing in league, but he's yeah five. He had ran a four, two, seven laser time. But again, he's five, seven, like a buck 80. The yeah. thing with the one and a half percent body fat, he had full body cramps every year. Every year, like every year during camp, he had full body cramps. He'd have to miss a couple of days because his body literally could not process enough water because he was not like. Hmm. Maybe it makes sense why DK Metcalf only played like 18 games in his college career then. It's, it's not healthy. Like yeah. to be that lean, it's not like you, a minimum, like 3% is what your body should have. And that's those dudes are still ripped. Don't get me wrong. Like 3% body fat. You're still doing pretty good for yourself. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like if you're, you know, too whatever he is, 235 or whatever, and you've got the 3% body fat, like you're probably still, your six pack probably still looks pretty still good. Pretty, it's still there. Yeah. It's you still, still probably, you still probably look pretty jacked up. I mean, like for reference, like mine is like 11 and that's like 10 times the amount of fat that DK Metcalf has in his body. It's not fair. Not safe. Not, not fair. Not safe. Uh, anyway, side note, but no, with Butler, but he'll get drafted ahead of Hakeem and like, just based on some pictures on Instagram yep. and uh, running 140 at 3-3 and, or 4-3. And you want to know the real reason? Because he went to Ole Miss. Like it, it's, there are schools that get the benefit. That's the benefit of the doubt argument is that you can, you can argue a lot of it away because they went to a certain school. If Jamarcus Russell went to Western Kentucky, would Jamarcus Russell have been the first overall pick? No. Not a chance in hell. But he went to LSU, and so he gets the benefit of the doubt. Should he have been the number one pick even though he went no. to LSU? No. That's just the, it's like the hindsight thing. Like, because he, I mean, he was a little, little doughy, but like his testing was absurd. Like, how far he could throw a ball and his, like the way he could, the way he looked when he threw a ball. Hey, he's just like, I don't want your quarterback unless he can throw it at least 65 on his butt. <laughs> All right. Because that's something that you have to do in football is throw the ball from your butt. Hey, Pat Mahomes, different, change the arm angles. But no, what I mean, what is would that? that in the NFL? If you if a quarterback did fall down and throw the ball, would he would he have been down? As long as he didn't volunteer himself to the ground, like, or if he was not touched. Yeah, like if he slipped and fell down to the ground, and then, then was on his knees like, and threw theor- it. Theoretically, one could do that. Would that be the greatest play in the history of the NFL? If Pat mm-hmm. Mahomes like was scrambling out, and then it's you know, say they're playing in you know, I don't know uh, some sloppy place. Yeah, say they're playing in Denver, and it's a rainy day. You know, and he just he hits the hits the deck, and as he's he throws as he's getting his, back up, just chucks it sixty five yards. Throws it from his not even his right knee. That's the one that you'd like normally put down when you're throwing. You know, yeah, like his left knee. No, no, both knees on both, both knees, both yeah. knees, and just all arm sixty five to Tyreek Hill for a touchdown. For a touchdown, mm-hmm. perfectly in stride. Greatest play in NFL history. That kind of depends on context. If he does that in like the AFC Championship game, like. D- KC wins division. Denver somehow gets in as a wild card. There uh, we go. Yeah, it'll be in. It, it'll in be Kansas in the City. snow. It's in the snow in Kansas City. In Kansas yeah. City in the snow. In, in a blizzard. In a blizzard. There it is. There From it is. his knees, sixty-five yards Calm for a touchdown. This. Yeah. Calmness. No, but I. I think does what is that might push Butler near the first round. You'd think. Yeah. Because he was already a near first round grade going into it, and then he just killed everything. What I mean, the the team. I think we talked about it before. The team that would make sense to pick a big wide receiver would be like the Patriots mm-hmm. because they don't have a big wide receiver. Now, I also don't think that they would be in the market for a tight end because I don't know how many years Rob Gronkowski still has left in his body. 
because his back and his shoulder and his elbow and everything's starting to go out on him. I mean, he can't. Yeah, he hardly plays anymore. So, so I think a tight end, a dominant tight end or a dominant wide receiver or a dominant big wide receiver because they have Edelman, but they don't have anybody outside. Yeah. So you'd think that those would be their priorities and their defense is good. They make their defense good with whomever they get. So I would think that whomstever, whomstever. <laughs> but I think that would make sense. You know, a team like that would sneak up in in get or get him and another team that would make sense would be like the Seahawks and what do the Seahawks have for a big wide receiver I think the Seahawks should probably work on their offensive line a little that's bit that's true that's true I'm just thinking neat teams that have needs for wide receivers we can also look that up on the internet I don't have to come up with it off the top of my head but still I think Butler helped himself a lot and I hope that Montgomery didn't hurt himself a lot but I have a, a bad feeling that he did all right man Thanks for coming in. Talk to you again next week. We had to do a short fart today. Just a little fart. I have to do a podcast with Fitzy now. Did to push it out just in case. Just push one out. No. Okay. Thanks, Iowa Diamond. Thanks, Carl Chevrolet. Talk to you guys again next week. Peace. (laughs)